Just waiting for our host to join the, the show. And Hello, everyone. Welcome to Mass Made Sports, where we don't just talk about mass sports. I'm your host, Maroon, and today I'm here with Tony and Brady. How are you doing, Brady? I'm doing great. Just had some nice noodles, and I'm ready to talk about sports. Okay, that's great. How about you, Tony? I'm doing pretty good. How are you? I'm pretty good as well. All right, so we're going to move right into our first topic, which is who we think are the top five all-time NBA players. Let's start with you, Anthony. All right, well, obviously at number one, you got Michael Jordan, one of the best to ever play the game. Had, mm-hmm. in my opinion, the best winning mentality, uh, win at all costs. So he's number one for me. At number two, I'd have to say Kobe Bryant. He also had a winning menta- mentality, and he showed it with five championships. Even though he only won one champion, uh, one MVP, he's still number two for me. At number three, I've got LeBron James just because he was one of the best basketball minds to ever play the game. And uh, possibly, no, I wouldn't say the best player, but he definitely has the highest IQ. Uh, number four, I'd say Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, just because he was such a dominant player in his era. And at number five, I'd say Larry Bird, because he was really a great all-around player. He was a winner, and he was a three-time MVP. Brady? Yep, number one, obviously, Michael Jordan. I mean, needless to say, he takes everything personal, which is obviously a great <laughs> mindset. And... So, he just has to be number one. Number two, definitely LeBron James because, I mean, everyone talks about LeBron or MJ. So, they're they're one and two in my mind. Number three, I'm going to have to go Kareem just because, as Anthony said, he was such a dominant and impactful player. And then at number four, uh, I'm going to go Bill Russell because I think – I think when when he played, he just made opponents scared. Like he just his presence just scared his opponents away, allowing him to become a great player. And number five, um, I'm gonna have to go Kobe Bryant at number five. I mean, he obviously has great skill, but his mental like way of thinking about the game is just so. It's so good the way he thinks that it just made him an outstanding player. So obviously, rest in peace, Kobe, but he's coming at number five. All right, my top five would be, in my mind, the three obvious ones. Number one is going to be Michael Jordan. Number two, I would put LeBron James. And number three, I think I would have to say Kobe Bryant. Now for the fourth spot, I think I'm going to say Larry Bird. You can see he pretty much was the centerpiece of the entire 80s Celtics and every time they won the championship. And number five, I'm going to bring somebody up who hasn't been mentioned yet. Obviously, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is an amazing player, and he probably should be in this list. But speaking of dominance, I'm going to have Shaquille O'Neal at number five. Mm. Completely, de- yeah. completely destroyed the NBA, and he was pretty. He was the Finals MVP for Kobe's th- three first titles. Yeah, six. I have Larry, then seven, probably Shaq. So that was close. All right, we're going to move on to our second topic, which, Brady, you'll like. It's the top five NFL all-time players, in your opinion. Let's start with you, Brady. All right, coming at number five, I'm going to have to go Eric Dickerson. I think, I mean, obviously, he's just absolutely insane and Madden as he was in real life. I think Eric Dickerson should definitely be on this list because of the way he impacted the Seahawks and Rams. And he, I'm, I'm pretty sure he won only one championship, but still he had the potential to win many more. 
Number four, I'm going to have to go with Peyton Manning. I understand this may seem as a weird one, but I mean, he, I mean, on the Colts, he was great. But then on the Broncos, I think he was like double that. I think since he had to go toe to toe with Tom Brady every year in some of the games he won, some of the games were even close. I mean, if you can beat Tom Brady, you got to be one of the greats. Number three, I'm going to have to go with Barry Sanders. I, obviously, he's extremely good, and he carried the Lions like just on his shoulders. No championships for him, though, because he was on the Lions, but still, he is an outstanding player. Um, number two, I'm going to have to go Joe Montana. He won six Super Bowls with the Niners, and then he went to the Chiefs. He still – he didn't win any championships, but, I mean, hey, he still was good. But I definitely think that Joe Montana is an outstanding player. And number one, obviously, the greatest of all time, TB12. 20 years with the Patriots, six rings. I think nine appearances, is it? But yeah, he nine. obviously – yeah, he's obviously just – the best player to ever play the game. So I'm excited to see what he does down in Tampa, just not going in the wrong house or deflating balls. But let's see what he does. All right, Anthony, before we move on to you, I just want to let both of you know that today it was announced that there's a very high possibility that in the next, in 2021, a documentary is being released going over Tom Brady's nine Super Bowl appearances. It will be a nine episode thing. Good. I hope it carries on for like the last Super Bowl run, and so we can see like all the, all the heat between him and Belichick. Yeah, well, I hope I hope they definitely f- follow through on that. So, Anthony, what is your top five? Well, obviously, I don't know as much as Brady, and I'm not very uh, uh, I don't know that much about the history of the NFL, but I do know some players. Brady, you might not agree with my top five. Roger Goodell oh. sucks, though. As long as you know that, then you're an NFL fan. Yeah. All right. Well, obviously, number one, Tom Brady. Uh, I think that that's obvious. Number two, I'm gonna have to agree with you, Joe Montana. At yep. number three, I'm gonna have to say Randy Moss. I think that he's one of the most left on players. Stop laughing. I'm not gonna stop laughing. <laughs> Cause he had uh, Brett Favre, Tom Brady. Um. That 90s quarterback for the Cowboys, I'm forgetting. I mean, if he didn't have a great quarterback, do you think he would still put up those numbers? I mean, we don't know. I mean, exactly. Michael Thomas without Drew Brees, I mean, you don't know. Yeah. That's just just me. I'm letting you know again. I don't know that much about (laughs) NFL history. (laughs) But, um... What was that? Number three. All right. No, uh, number four. I'm just gonna. I, I, I'm just gonna go out and say uh, Jerry Rice. And at Good number one. five, I'm gonna have to say Peyton Manning. All right. For my top five, again, just like Anthony, I do not know as much about the NFL or its history as Brady, but I do know that it's hard to choose five players when the NFL has been around for a hundred. A hundred has been. It's more than a hundred years, right? They just started calling it. The yeah, it's well. The thing is, it's more than hundred because it was when the American Football League that Trump started and the NFL like combined. They started it since like since that sort of was like the NFL, but before that, it's it was just like the I think it was just called the like American Sport League. It was something really weird. 
in like the 50s or something. But yeah. the NFL was around for 100, yes. All right, so Brady, you may obviously not also agree with my list. So number one, I've got to have Tom Brady. Number two, Joe Montana. And now this mm-hmm. one is kind of similar to Randy Moss. It really depends if you think how good he'd be without his quarterback. But it's um, Jerry Rice because he was pretty ridiculous. Um, number four, I'm going to say Panning, Peyton Manning. And then number five, I'm going to say Bo Jackson. Good one. Well, no, not my number six that I had, like, just off the list. What? Calvin Johnson Jr. He was my top receiver. Oh. Uh, that's, oh. that's what I give. Yeah. Because, I mean, Matt Stafford, he isn't insane. But, of course, when he was injured, Calvin Johnson still put up numbers. I just don't trust the other guys. Yeah. Um, honestly, it's so hard to pick. I mean, it really depends on your preference. Do you like receivers, running backs? I could have thought, like – Five running backs. I was thinking about there was so many people I was thinking about Ezekiel Elliott, like those guys. But wait, no, I'm thinking. Say, you mean Emmett Smith? Yeah. Sorry, sorry, Brady. That's okay. I was just confused. Just uh, the um, Cowboys <laughs> running backs. I always yeah. I apologize to the Cowboys fans. But like the real number one overall has to be Nathan Peterman, <laughs> just because the fact that he's still making people catch the ball. And like he's putting up so many touchdowns, just not for his team. I think he's, <laughs> he's. I think he's the all-time scorer, honestly. So I think he should be number one, actually. All right. So our next topic is a, a pretty big rumor. I mean, it might be a fact at this point. Who knows? But a rumor at the moment that the NBA is planning on finishing their season, maybe in Disney. Anthony. Um. Well, I think that's a good idea. I think everyone wants to see the NBA and the NHL come back. And I think uh, Disney, it doesn't have as that many coronavirus cases. And I think that would be a perfect place for the players to finish out their season. Um, And I think that it would be really cool to see them play in the Disney resort. if That's actually what's going to happen. But uh, I I would love to see the playoffs. And uh, yeah, I want to see sports come back. Brady. Yeah, I agree. I just give me sports. I need something, but I mean, with the NHL, MLB, and NBA all on pause, I hope we just get something back. And I'm thinking that that'd be pretty cool. I mean, as long as we get the sports on TV somehow, I think everyone's going to enjoy it. Mm. Just the one the one thing that I need to happen is if Mickey Mouse isn't shown on TV, I am going to cry. <laughs> <laughs> but that, still... That... <laughs> I'm sorry, but still, I just want I just want the sports to come back and be on TV. So I don't care where it is. I just want to see him back on TV. But if Disney has like a low amount of cases, then sure, go ahead. I'm just wondering, does Disney like does the Disney Resort itself have basketball courts? Well, I mean, how else would they play there? No, I'm, I'm just uh, hear me out. I'm uh, this makes me I'm, this makes me like laugh my mind out um, in my mind. I don't know what I just said. But imagine this in front of like the big castle. Imagine they just like take two like street basketball hoops, put them in the ground, just have the people walk on the court, just have all the mascots stand on the sideline and watch. That'd be that great. would actually be pretty sick. And like, yeah, I mean, it actually does. Yeah, we should just it put says that they can put street ball hoops on like all the near in front of all the famous rides, and they can just like have all the different mas- um all the different Disney um characters, and they can just have like their own home court. It can be like a certain location in front of one of the rides. Yeah, it says it has, like, a Disney All-Star Sports Resort. Jeez, what a name. But it says it has, like, basketball court, and it says it has, like, a half of a football field, 
as like an ML like a baseball field. So I guess it does have stuff. So it would be funny. It would be a lot more funny though if they just did it in front of random rides, just like set up two random hoops. <laughs> yeah. What what if you what they should do is like Start they should the put a hoop on like Oh yeah. But they should put a hoop on like the carousel and have it go around and like the first <laughs> player to like swish it wins. It's like it's like so the golden funny. snitch in Hogwarts. If you hit, if you somehow get it in, you automatically win. What about, what about if you put on the Ferris wheel and you have to hit it at the top? <laughs> uh, I think we're on to something here. Mm. I agree. All right, so now we're going to move to our next topic, which is titled The Next Dance. So obviously, I think it's fair to say that the Last Dance series capturing the final season of the Chicago Bulls dynasty was more than a hit. It was huge. So if you guys could pick any other NBA team dynasty, or even any sport dynasty to do a 10-part series on, who would it be? Anthony. Well, The Last Dance kind of already, like, kind of teased that the Lakers with Shaq and Kobe are going to get their own docuary. 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 But uh, besides them, obviously, I'd, I'd love to see a documentary about them. But besides them, I would love just to see a Larry Bird documentary about, like, his career. Larry Bird. Larry Bird? On. They have a bunch yeah, of Yeah, Larry Bird and Magic Johnson. Either of those those two players. They've had incredibly amazing careers and I and I'd love to see like what went on backstage, like what actually happened during that, that time period. Brady. Um I feel like if I said Tom Brady, that's kind of like ridiculous because it's kinda of obvious. So I'm gonna have to go with I wanna see Joe Montana with the Niners. I wanna see like I would love, I would just love to see, like, what goes on with Joe Montana and, um, like, bringing up Steve Young, Jerry Rice. I just want to, I mean, Dwight Clark too. Like, I want to see how they put together that championship team, and I want to be able to see that, like, how it shaped out at the end when they shipped him to Kansas City. I just, I mean, I would love that. Like, I think that'd be really cool. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna be honest. I. Although the Kobe Shaq one's already rumored that's gonna happen, I would that's the one I want the most because I don't know if you guys have ever seen the um like the clip where Shaq and Kobe are talking about that those teams that they were on together. But I would love to see the footage of Shaq fooling around on like during practice. That's all I wanna see. Mm. I wanna see Shaq doing the crazy face while pointing into the crowd. I wanna see everything. That would be fun. That yeah. would be fun. Okay, now we're going to move on to the fifth topic of the day, which is the top five players, or just any five players, who we think would succeed the most in the Michael Jordan era. Let's start with you, Brady. Giannis, I'm not going to say his last name, MVP. Ante de Kumbo. I think, yeah, I'm not saying that. <laughs> I'm not, because I'm not, if I say it's going to sound racist, I'm not saying that. I think just because of his unnatural size and agility i think he i mean i think he'd be great in any era of basketball as he is today um and i want to say i want to say um i would say lebron but then i feel like him and michael jordan would be like the same kind of player so i don't i don't really see i just think it'd be the same like a mirror image so i'm gonna go with um steph curry i think just because he'd be able to um, 
like go around players and just break their ankles and then do his three thing. I think he could do amazing stuff. Then I don't really have much of an explanation for these next guys, but I'm going to have to go Bill Russell, Magic Johnson in his prime, like his early career, if he was like that when MJ played most of the time. And then the last one, I'm probably going to have to go – I'm thinking Joel Embiid. I think he could probably be able to have like a decent impact impact because I think just like the big guys would just just be outstanding during his era. Right, Anthony? Well, you see, obviously number one's obvious uh Giannis Antetokounmpo. He's the most physical, he's one of the strongest players in the NBA, and that's what the NBA was back in the day during, during Jordan's era. You you'd throw throw hands and uh you'd foul you'd foul the heck out of people just to stop them from scoring the ball. And sometimes I you wouldn't even get the call. So I think Giannis uh, is would be perfect for that for that time period. Number two, I'd have to say Anthony Davis because he's such a dominant player even in like right now. But I can see him being a dominant player in that age just because he's kind of almost perfected the post the post fade uh he's a he's a shooter which not a lot of big men could do so that makes him very versatile and he's an incredible defender i think that he would be a great defender uh number three i'd say magic johnson just because uh he he almost played in that era but he kind of did but kind of didn't you know you know what i mean yeah that's why i said like his young years because it was it was like just at the end yeah I'd also have to say uh, Larry Bird, just because the same reason as Magic Johnson, just because uh, he also Larry Bird played knocked in that him era. out in the '86 and, playoffs. And uh, number five, um, this is a tough one. I'm gonna have to say J.R. Smith. <laughs> I'm gonna have to say Shaquille O'Neal. Oh yeah, because Shaq very dominant. Very strong, and uh, I think uh, Isaiah Thomas trying to foul Shaq would be like a baby <laughs> trying to punch a bodybuilder. That'd be funny. Yeah, and there is a reason why I left LeBron James off the list, and that is because LeBron James cries when he gets breathed on. Like, yeah. he would not survive getting hit in the face. It, yeah, he wouldn't survive getting hit in the face by Isaiah Thomas. He'd go down crying like a little baby, complaining to the refs. I wish basketball was still like that. It just make it more enjoyable because yeah. I feel like every time, every time someone enters the paint with the ball, it's a foul. It's just it annoys me. That's why I don't watch as much basketball as I probably would have if it was still aggressive like that. Yeah. But I'm thinking another player that could play in Embers era. I'm thinking Yao Ming, yeah. just because. He's huge, and he could obviously take the hit. So, I think. Well, for my five players, I'm trying to think a little outside of the box, and some of them I think might have actually had slightly better careers if they played during this time period. They're not always. Not all of them are like the best players right now. Obviously, Giannis would be unstoppable no matter what. He pretty much definition what they did back then: just go to the basket and dunk on people. Um, And then some of my other people are just kind of who might actually have been better: Andre Drummond. His whole thing is rebounding and dunking. He probably would have been better off then because he wouldn't have to shoot then. LaMarcus Aldridge. Yeah. Another guy in the postseason mm. got a nice little 
mid-range jumper, another guy who's not really a big with the long-range shooting. Who else? Um, DeAndre Jordan probably would have been pretty good in that era too, in his prime. But yeah, the thinking of no, I'm trying to think of somebody who's already a super superstar who would have done well. LeBron, LeBron would have gone down crying. This if he didn't cry so much, he would be perfect because he's so because he has pretty physical person. Um, mm. Nikola Jokic. He's already got the size. He's got the dunking, but he one. no other big man back then will be able to pass like he could. He really could change the tide of a game. Yeah. All right. So we're gonna move on to our. Like we just mentioned, Paul. Good. Say his top five players, and somehow he just managed to not mention LeBron at the top five. Anthony. Well. This doesn't really surprise me because LeBron James and Paul Pierce hate each other from their yeah back in uh oh eight through through uh two thousand eleven um and LeBron did I mean not LeBron Paul Pierce did kind of make a pretty good point that he wasn't part of a dynasty or a legacy the uh, that's cemented in NBA history the Heat they weren't not really. really a dynasty they 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 won two championships but. I think in or- what Paul Pierce means in order to be a dynasty, you need to win like three championships. But also, but, what Celtics player likes LeBron? I love how Paul exactly. Pierce is like, you had to be a part of a dynasty. Look who's talking. You won one championship, dude. You could have, yeah. you should have won two more if Kevin Garnett didn't get hurt in two thousand nine, and if that, and I just, and if Perkins didn't get hurt in two thousand ten, you might have won at least one more. But what and what about if yeah, Ray Allen didn't leave? That could have been three chances they could have done, but they had two key people get injured twice. So, um, Brady, do you have any extra thoughts on it? I'm I'm just sticking with what I said. What Celtics player wants to include LeBron James in anything that they say or do? I'm just I mean, honestly, it just makes sense because. Especially like you guys said in the '08, in the '08 season, '09, with just LeBron just not letting them get that championship in '09 and stuff. I mean, I, who likes LeBron that has played against them? I I don't know. I just don't. I don't have a problem with it. No, um, of course, no Celtics player likes him, but this part it's getting silly now. I mean, he keeps on trying to make claims. First, with the Dwayne Wade thing, that's a whole other conversation for another day. But you, he, Paul Pierce stuck with him for one, like a couple games in one series. LeBron is all time a lot better than Paul Pierce ever was. So, I mean, I don't know. Hit him all you want, Paul. He was better than you. Mm-hmm. Any objections to the fact that LeBron is better than Paul Pierce? No. <laughs> I mean, I see no. where his grudge is coming from, but he's not even in the same um, realm as LeBron James. He gave LeBron a good fight in the 2008 series, but he really won. All right, Anthony, anything else you want to talk about before we wrap this up? Brilliant. I don't think so. What do you guys think about NASCAR returning with no fans? Who actually watches NASCAR? Me. <laughs> I mean, it's the only live sports. You'll be surprised. It's the only live sports. You'd be surprised. Say, say you know? all live sports were back. Would you watch NASCAR? What? If all live sports were back, would you watch NASCAR still? 
Yes. Anthony, you'd be surprised how many NASCAR fans there are. It's a crazy amount. No, seriously. I mean, would you rather watch NASCAR or Formula One? What's the difference? Well, Formula One's like the one that has like you know like the skinny cars and they're like and they go like around the turns and they sound like yeah. Soccer. I don't see what the issue is. Uh, well, unless anyone has anything else, I can't watch anything oh. German unless someone calls me something bad. <laughs> Mass made sports, no capital letters, no spaces. Cam, your audio just cut out. Uh, well, we'll see you in the next one. Peace. Bye-bye. <laughs>